Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <coughs> that looks amazing. What did you order? <coughs> Tacos. Um, what? <coughs> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <coughs> Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado! One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <coughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Sorry to macaroni in a pot. It's wet ass pizza. Wet ass pizza. Macaroni in a pot. Yeah. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Wait a second. Welcome to what? Customer States Podcast, where we talk about everything kind of in the automotive industry. Most of it. Most of it. Oh, apparently Sometimes. I'm not bringing us in. It was Allie. Well, no, I guess you so. Can. <laughs> no, it's fine. The damage is done. It yes, doesn't it is. go counterclockwise. But that's what it says. Okay. Anyways, that's why I was confused and I stole the torch. You did. Let's go ahead and open up our beverages now that everybody's gotten their yayas out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am Lord. Wow. <laughs> Big charge. So. I'm Jake, service advisor. Everybody knows there's no life in my eyes. And to my <laughs> and to my left, the newly inaugurated service advisor. Oh, don't. Michael Sarah, oh, welcome to the club, you masochist fuck. Hi. <laughs> my name is Mike Sarah. I do a lot of different things in the dealership. Nope, just a service advisor now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to my left is men. Eric Montenegro. Oh, hello. I men, for sure. Um, that's me. Um, yeah. Uh, hi, bud. I do, hi. I do stuff and things around <laughs> the shop. You st- no, no, definitely no. not. Like that's to be stuffed by things. Yes, that's it. Okay. There we go. Thank oh, you. Hashtag tell the beginning about. of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's what hooks them. That's it. Speaking of hooks. You hooker. Oh. There, Paul. It's me. I'm the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a lover. Um, and back for a second time in the studio. Norm. I'm a warranty administrator for Volkswagen. Nope. <laughs> what do you do, Norm? I am a senior master shop foreman technician. Do things for Ford, and I discipline. And also, I'm disciplined. And I'm the only person who changed their clothes this week. I oh, need a, that's true. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I need a good discipline. I was going to turn my shirt inside out, but I wasn't sure. That's a joke Harder. for the YouTube listeners. <laughs> YouTube watchers. <laughs> Creepers. <laughs> All righty. We'll get right into things. Oh. So I'm hungry. Are you now? I am. I think 
I get really ghosted for in bar- barbecue. He wants barbecue. He wants a CMS barbecue. What's a CMS? Cock meat, Sammy. Oh, oh, definitely. All day, every day, please. <laughs> so last week, see extra crispy on the way. Yeah, extra crispy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Fuck yeah. One, two, three, four people. Three people are leaving. Correct. That's correct. But I heard one of those three people say they were hungry. Well, Eric's well, hungry, but... So the extra cost... You could really start charging, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so, last week, we had a company barbecue. So, yeah, last week we had a company barbecue. And it's it's been a bit since we we had one. But it was kind of a weird impromptu one, like right after COVID, where everything was like kind of okay to do that type of stuff, but it really wasn't. So this was the first real everybody show up, hang out for an hour and a half, eat food that 50%, the dealership shuts right, down that, that mostly. Eat food that fifty percent of the time is undercooked, and you might get salmonella. It's a good time. Um, <laughs> Everyone, loves I'm pretty sure you talked about that before. We have. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a constant going thing. I just want to say really quick, my burger was perfectly cooked, and I Mine was too actually. I, I did not complain. Apparently, our new shop foreman <laughs> got like a raw still, burger, still cold in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I like my burgers rare. So. That was on purpose, and I was so excited. I was like, How'd you like the barbecue? And he's like, It was pretty terrible. I was like, Oh no. So with the company barbecues. The owner of the dealership likes to do his normal speeches where it's like, oh, you guys are great and team and and team and you all stay here because I'm great. This is just a small token. And and, and the business model is perfect. And that's why you all cohese so well. And this, that and the other thing. And it's just like bullshit. No, it's no. We clap. Yes. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Man, nothing <laughs> is fucked here. Nothing is fucked. Bullshit. Me. Bullshit. Yeah, sorry. Allergic to bullshit. So, and then he also goes through the whole entire thing of, you know, reading off the Yelp reviews. If they're good, not bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. He reads off the Yelp reviews. Positive or, reinforcement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or the surveys that we get that are outstanding. But the one that was stood out that was funny was for me alex and joe Mm -hmm. and service manager and fellow service writer right and this person was fresh out of the 1950s oh this was so cute like right out of the 1950s she's he or she i'm not really sure who it was said jake and alex are the bee's knees Yes. And your service manager, Alec, or no, and Joe is just a go-getter whippersnapper. He's like a young oh, whippersnapper. He's the God. oldest person there. A young whippersnapper, so that was fun. And um, yeah, so, you know, instead of Domino's Pizza, it was burgers from Costco. Thank you, Costco. And sausages from who the fuck knows where. And chicken breasts that were about the dryness of a cotton ball. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. I actually really enjoy these barbecues. They're fun to talk with everybody. Oh, that's the chicken sandwich. You it's have a at great home. team no, building it's not. exercise. No, that chicken sandwich is from Beeps. I was kidding. But I'm just telling <laughs> you. <laughs> yes, and what goes hand in hand with this is, and Michael oh, yes. will appreciate this. Eric dealt with this at one point when he was up in our neck of the woods, but where we used to have these barbecues was kind of at the ass end of the Mazda service department and underneath a massive oak tree, a couple hundred years old. 
it'd probably take Huge. from hand to hand me like six or seven of me to hug it. That's it was, a lot of jakes. Yeah, it's a lot of jakes. Yeah, we don't want to be in that world. You can barely handle one. I do. Um, <laughs> Americans will measure in anything but But metrics. the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> it's about six or seven jakes. Yeah. <laughs> if you stuck a giraffe, a giraffe neck end to end, it would take three giraffe necks. <laughs> so we got cleared by the city to actually remove five oak trees. Which from that is, property, from that property, which is a big deal, which is unheard of where we live because they're very protective, now, protected, remove or relocate, remove, destroy only because wow. they were sick. This is my story and I will tell it how I'm I just please helping you, my love. <laughs> That's not like interrupting. Yeah, I thank you. Eric, you're lovely and you're beautiful. Um, <laughs> and uh, do you need help? What? <laughs> Call this yes. number. <laughs> so Allie is correct in saying after again stealing my thunder, some of these trees were sick <sighs> and completely dead. And the city has to send Break out my a... Soul. Yes. <laughs> the city has to send out a specialist, an arborist that is all about trees. And this guy looked like he's been a virgin since day one. <laughs> That's well, how we're 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 so. yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> you said arborist, right? Yeah, that's how they are. Yes, yes. Yeah. Pocket, pocket protector, very thick Coke bottle glasses, white shirt tucked in, the whole nine yards. Exact point, Dexter, to a T. What do you have against pocket protectors? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at four of them are dead. And apparently what they look for is if the trees have any buds on them to verify, oh, it will come back or it's actually dead. One was burnt to a crisp from the fires, um, one, and the rest of them had had been emaciated from termite damage. So those were fine. But the one that I was talking about, the giant one, still had green on it. It was still very much alive. And, you know, a couple hundred-year-old tree. So what happened with this is I'm pretty sure I talked about this, and if I didn't, I'll revisit. You dumped some coolant on the roofs. <laughs> <laughs> Drove copper nails. Never mind. Um <laughs> We had a customer allegedly one of the weekends prior um, to this happening or where the arborist came out is underneath the trees, nice and shady. Everybody likes to hang out under there, whatever. It had termite damage on some of the larger branches and this thing had been attempted to be cut down or trimmed by an old employee, stopped because somebody caught him and said, you can't do this. Termite damage, it had been struck by lightning, it had caught on fire. I mean... Protected well, tree, most likely, also. Right, a very <laughs> protected tree. Yeah. And it's not like you can hide this one. It's like, you see the dealership, and it's like, oh, there's one of the two enormous 400-year-old trees. So a customer was underneath it one day, looking at one of the CX-5s that's very close to that, and a branch... <laughs> straight up at the icicle. Yes, okay. and a branch that was... Five, six, seven feet long and took five adult males to lift 300 pounds, snapped and came within inches of whaling this guy and it 40, 50 feet up in the air. So it would have killed him. No questions. Oh my God. And it landed in front of him and it splintered, shot all over him. So he still got hurt. Oh yeah. All over him. So all over him. So we told the arborists, we're like, and we want to get rid of this one. And he goes, oh, there's no way. It's still alive. And he go, then my sales manager goes, well, it almost killed somebody. I'd be more than happy to get you in touch with them so that you can go ahead and deal with his legal fees if there are any. He goes, 
All right, you guys are allowed <laughs> to cut this one down. This tree's gone. <laughs> this tree's gone. So they chopped down all five of them. So if you drive by, you can see it is open. I might go for a road trip tomorrow. Yep, it is completely open. And oh. it, does that mean you guys are going to be expanding soon? Okay, something uh, weird yes. about this. Even though the owner of the dealership owns the land, it is not owned by. So there's a stipulation where that little opening where the tree was has to be left as um, landscaping. A memorial to the tree. Green a space. memorial. You, you cannot level it and extend it to fit another 35, 40 cars. Has to be le- left alone. So, may I add to your story? Oh, when did you get here? Uh, <laughs> you're getting a good tug. I, I am. Yes, ma'am. Um, so the joke always is from the owner saying, oh, it's time for the barbecue. Everybody meet under the old oak tree and it's not there anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure it is. That's why he says it. (laughs) And so he said that. And so many jokes were made of what oak tree and da, 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 da. And he has such a, like, he, it was so much stress. These fucking Stupid trees. Law damage was constant. Yeah, and he was. <laughs> it was really funny, but um, there was no oak tree anymore. It's just a big mulch pit now. Well, and the con- you know the saying with that any time is he's like if the dealership oh. ever if the dealership ever catches on fire, put out everything but the oak trees. And now that they're gone, he's not going <laughs> to expand or rebuild or anything. he can't. It has to be green space. Apparently, he missed that whole part of that conversation. Yeah. Okay. That's okay, Michael. He was still too busy you. making notes about ugga-dugging you. Yes, I know. It's <laughs> not not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Any gays? Norm, you All need right. to talk about your Ranger. All right. So, uh, I recently changed dealerships, and in this change... Congratulations. There, there was a Ranger parked in the back 40, and being the owner of a new Ranger, I spotted it and said, Hey, what's that Ranger doing parked here? What's it here for? And they said, oh, it's a front differential. This is its third one. Oh, my God. So I, ta- I take a knee and, and take an eyeball. And can anyone guess what brand the lift kit is? Anyone? No. What's, what's the absolute cheapest, worst lift kit you could possibly buy? Oh. Rancho. Super lift. One more. Starts with an R. Procom. Oh. Rough Country. Oh, Rough Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never heard of it. So this thing has a six-inch Rough Country lift kit in it. <laughs> and I'll send you the picture. Six-inch on a Ranger? New Ranger? Yes. New Ranger. The driveline angles are bonkers. Which they already had a problem with. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean... Yes, they did for noise. For a normal Ranger, the front differential is dead 90 degrees level to the ground. It's it's at a right angle. Okay. In the Rough Country kit, it's a frame drop kit, and it tips the front diff significantly. Like a full hand breadth. So if you look at where the uh, the fill and drain plugs are, the fill plug you fill to the drain to the plug until it pours out and you put the plug in. Right. This kit tips the differential so that the fill plug is about four fingers taller <laughs> than it should be. So and puts, oh, Canadians will measure in anything but the, <laughs> the metrics. <laughs> if I told you all four centimeters, nobody would know. They'd have to pull out their little weens. <laughs> I think it's about an inch. <laughs> Last week's episode, he said it was average. <laughs> so this, uh, the front pinion is four centimeters taller than the fill plug, whereas in the stock truck, it is dead level with the fill plug. So 
this truck is brought in and I'm, I, I look it over because I'm a shop foreman now and I deal with problem trucks. Mm-hmm. The front diff is in its special little drop cradle, and that drop cradle has been welded several times. Uh. So I ask the backstory. So what's the deal? Oh, he's constantly snapping the front diff out of this truck, <laughs> and we weld the cradle, and then we send him on his way, and then we weld the chug, cradle. Chug, chug, Every time it breaks, it gets a little bit shorter, and it's tweaking the diff up. So now the front pinion started to oil, it seized, and broke the housing. Wonderful. And they're waiting on a front diff housing. <laughs> We put one in, it lasts 100 meters and seizes, chucks an axle. (laughs) 100 meters, like literally drives from the repairing technician's bay, who wasn't me. That's about 330 feet for you Americans. Yeah, yeah, a little less than 100 yards or a little more, I'm not sure. But that, yeah, the, the, the road testing the truck after the repair and it spits an axle out and locks up. We get it towed back in, look at it, full of glitter. Oil's there. Everything's there. We pull the fill plug. The oil is where it should be, but it's fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought this is impossible for this to be a standard. Just it can't be the lift kit. It only went 100 meters. It had to be misbuilt. Nobody disagreed with that. So we said, you know what? We'll give them part warranty. You'll give them one. It can't be so service part warranty. Throw a new diff in it a month and a half later. And I take it for a two-kilometer road test with the technician who repaired it. We call the customer and said, bring a trailer. We don't know how long this one's going to last. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, was, he was the worst. So this truck was purchased from a Kia dealer, already modified. So he bought it from Kia, broke it, brought it to Ford, insisted on free loaners, free this, free that. Of course. No, 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 no. Go away. We fix it once. Say, hey, your diff's in. We're going to have it fixed today. Oh, it broke immediately. Sorry, but this is what we're going to do. Okay, get another one in. Tell him to bring a trailer. It doesn't bring a trailer. C says, how much warranty do I get with this? Taillight warranty. Yep. I see your taillights. Your warranty's over. Okay, (laughs) I don't know what to say about that. I said, I said, bring a trailer. Drop this off one block from the dealer you want to trade it in at. Not here. Get there, take it off the trailer, and trade it in. That's my advice to you. Doesn't listen. Drives off. Next day, it's in our tow zone. Front diff's blown to hell again. What are you going to do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know what kind of red flags they're going to raise when this truck is submitted for another front differential? Yeah. Call your aftermarket warranty. No. Aftermarket warranty says, no, we already bought one. We're done with him, too. (laughs) He calls Ford Canada. And tells them everything about the truck, including the lift kit. Yeah, that's been modified. And they told them to get fucked. Yeah, well, they call us. Sports desk update. Cubs lost. No. 6-2. Woo! Go Dodgers! (laughs) All right, sorry for your loss. Grand slam of the night. Hell yeah. (laughs) Back to your story. Where's Bellinger now? Catching all your fucking Fuck you. <laughs> uh, podcast? Sorry. Oh, Ford oh. calls us back and says, hey, this customer for this vehicle calls us and said, what, all these things. Is this correct? Yes, it's modified. Yes, lift kit. This is how we went about it. Aftermarket warranty paid for a diff. It failed immediately. In 100 yards, we suspected a build quality problem and put another one in. They said, okay, we'll back you on that build quality problem. And it's modified, so no more warranty. So he calls back mad because Ford said, nee, 
get lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we say get lost, and there are no more diffs to be had in the world. So he trades. Use them all on your car, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he traded the truck in. No oh, Jesus. Yeah. And with a shot diff. With a shot diff. So he took a, a humongous loss on it. Oh yeah. And then he bought an F one fifty and immediately puts a, a rough kit. country level kit in it. Oh. Which, and I, I tried to explain to him a hundred times, if Ford offers it, you can have it. For the Rangers, like mine, Ford offers a two and a half inch lift kit. That means you can have a two and a half inch kit from anybody, and it's warranty. And it's covered. Oh, it's wait, covered. seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if from it's, Ford. Oh, shit. If it's oh, offered, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. So if if Ford offers something from the accessory catalog, okay. So Ford offers a two and a half inch right. lift kit from the Ford accessory catalog. So any two and a half inch lift kit, anything that meets that same specification, the criteria for will all of that, stuff, keep yeah. the warranty. You won't obviously have warranty on the parts you bought from the right. outside company because yeah. Ford's kit is. But it doesn't kit. void the warranty. But it doesn't void the warranty. God, on Ford the, is awesome. On the half mm-hmm. tons and on the super duties, there are no lift kits available from Ford mm. accessories. On the Mustangs, you can go to Ford accessories and get a supercharger. So you keep your warranty if you put on a supercharger. In this particular nice gentleman's case, he's gone and voided the warranty on the truck he just bought by trading in a truck he modified to death. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that story. So he took an enormous loss, carried over extra debt. Waiting for another finance. loss. You know, we can only get financing for 90 months now. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, you can 90-month financing now because half tons are in six digits where I come from. Uh, they're, they're can be. They can be that high. Wow. For a what? Wow. F-150 can top out at about 105 now. Yeah. For a platinum, I could see that. Or Shelby. Yeah, no, we don't even get Shelby's, those Tuscany garbage plastic shit boxes. Huh? Those are about $170,000. Holy oh. shit! Yeah. Yeah, the Tonkas and the Shelby's are $170,000. Tonka? What's a Tonka? You've never seen those? No. no. They're just like the Shelby, but they're bright, obscenely bright, eye-searing yellow. It's oh, like the Tonka. Like a Tonka truck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and then they just have all this plastic molding all over it to make it look like this boxy toy <clears> truck. They got. I love it! And it's all double-sided Someone tape up stick on. Oh, I want to see it. Hey, America, please get us these trucks in America. Now, is is the Canadian dollar above us right now? No, no. we haven't been above you since the original OG Trudeau screwed our dollar up. Gotcha. So we're at about 31 cents on the dollar right now. Gotcha. So it's still 120,000 American, 130,000 American. Am I yeah. doing my math right there? Uh, 120 is about right. Yeah. God, that's fucking ridiculous. That sounds about right for us. Yeah. God, that's nuts. Well, I mean, yeah. our one of our uh, tech skeeter has a top of the line F-250 with all the bells and whistles, diesel, fuck you. Oh, yeah. And I've worked on it. The, that was an ex- insanely expensive truck, yeah. but I mean, you look at it and you're like, that kind of makes sense. I just don't see it with an F-150. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the, the new trucks today are only the so much money. Style that it's insane. It. Yeah, that's the most. They have a lot of technology, a lot of cre- uh, creature comforts in right. them. I mean, there's I like a lot of different things. Well, I was going to say, he's got the step up, the bar that you hold on to the live feed hitch uh trailer hitch camera the mirrors do this the side panels do that it, yeah it's it's a nice truck oh my god i liked the one that Talk i up. showed you <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the toys that I played with in the sandbox. There it is in full size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So is. So, continuing on with our warranty fun, what's the new TSB? Oh my goodness. The new TSB. 69420. <laughs> oh. That's the same combination I used for my luggage. Oh, God. <laughs> Weird. Only an idiot would have that on his luggage. <laughs> Spaceballs reference. The bell. Yes. Ding, ding. So, how I many assholes across... are on this ship? <laughs> <laughs> Major asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, this new TSB, TSB number 69420, <laughs> 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 is called Customer States Ever Since After a Recent Repair Request Free Work. <clears throat> the model is human or whatever they identify as 1904 to 2005 customer this article <laughs> I understand some that. customers are reporting that ever since a recent service an unrelated problem to the previous repair occurs the customer then goes to state that the technician from the last service caused the issue and the repair should be made free of charge follow the service procedure to correct the concern if the customer meets the following criteria all customers built on or before October 10th, 2005, <laughs> exhibits a concern they state was caused by previous repairs, even though previous repairs are in no way, shape, or form related to the current... current. Oh, my God. Related to concern currently present. Not eligible for warranty, even if customer's manufacturer comes in and tells them... comes in with them and goes all Karen on you. <laughs> <laughs> Perform service procedure, deny loaner, apply care package, and advise to fuck off in whichever direction best suits them. <laughs> that pays three hours. Damn, that's a good paying TSP. The causal part is 69420. Nice. I actually thought you were going to come up with one of the more recent stupid actual TSBs, but that one's great. I yeah. Service are you guys procedure. aware of? Are you aware of that one? I have it printed out and ready to distribute on my toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> Service procedure. If customer believes problem is due to recent repairs, swiftly insert foot between customer's legs. Step two. Repeat step one as necessary. <laughs> Advise the customer they ex may experience rougher than normal operation of device between legs depending on how customer is equipped. <laughs> ding, ding. That's it. That's wonderful. Yes, I thought y'all might enjoy that. That is fantastic. Uh, and I, if I remember correctly, that is the one that is printed out in like the Ford format of TSPs, right? Yeah, it looks like a perfect yeah, TSP. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to make yeah. a Mazda one like that. A Mazda one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just... I, I don't have that kind of skills for... It, it's not computers. printed out specific to Ford. It's oh, I thought it did TSP. say Ford. Oh, okay. I see. It looked like a Ford format one yeah, to me. Yeah, the, the one I have is is a perfect photo representation of a Ford TSP. I hope they make that for every manufacturer so that some shop foreman or somebody somewhere can print that out and put them on every technician's toolbox. Be like, hey, just so you guys know, there's this new TSB out. I put it on your toolbox. Just like make sure you take a look at it and, you know, be aware of this coming out. I gave it to the service manager of our sister store. He, he laughed his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks official at first. It does. It's just wonderful. It does. All right. We got a joke before the break. One more. What's Irish and stays out all night? Um, the no. leopard girl? It's no, not me. No, hold on. No, wait, no. Um, I, okay, I give up. I give up. 
Patio furniture. Oh, God. <laughs> Patty, oh. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's take our sponsors. Cue oh, the music, my please. Lord. Maestro. Thank you so much to Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. JB80. Yep, that as well. Yes. Thank you, Nick Lowers from Maco Tools, and supplying Milwaukee. Thank you to Blair. Hurry up, Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Supplying us with delicious tacos and guac. Thank you to Norman Glazier from Stovocore Metal Works. We really appreciate you. And to Dale Fallen of Twisted Builds, LLC. And And Bruce Vane for the tunage. And thank you to Spotify for uh, putting our cast out there for all the pods to listen. And you, sweet, sweet listener. We'll be right back. Meow. Meow? Hi. Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. Hit stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call them anyway and tell them I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Thirty more minutes and you Welcome back to Customer States Podcast, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. That was a total dick move. You surf. No, actually, it, it's Ali says it's much better than me. But she's not. Let the record state she's waving at she's the camera. Waving. Do you have something to say to war people? Nothing? No? Hi, Ali. <laughs> it's really good for an audio format. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Ali. What's your name? 
Um, Ali, hi. <laughs> You're rude. Uh-huh. You're rude. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome back. You know, with all of that uh, fuckery that we just um, witnessed, I'd like to uh, drink it away a little bit. So, drinky blinky. Oh, Here, wait. I'm gonna open my water bottle. I do that all the time. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Very good job, everyone. Except Jake. Um, so <laughs> the next topic is one that I have am no not idea. Aware of. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it says backup camera guy. All right. So this is another one from me. Uh, we all have customers who don't understand their vehicles. Mm-hmm. No. Don't uh, look at their vehicles. Don't read things. Look for things. That's impossible. You know, forbidden texts. Yeah. The owner's manual is a forbidden text. We had a guy who followed me from my old dealership to my new dealership wanting a backup camera installed in his chassis cab F450. Uh, these trucks usually come with boxes of accessories in them. So when you buy them and they are supposed to have a backup camera, when it's a chassis cab, the backup camera comes in a box. And that box is typically thrown under the back seat. Okay. And when you get your upfitter put on, you put on your sled deck or your mechanics box or whatever, then the upfitter puts your camera in for you. This gentleman insists that where he bought the truck, stole the camera and he needs one installed. Order one for me. I'll come there and I'll get you to put it custom into my brand new fancy sled deck. It's eleven hundred dollars for the kit. What's a sled deck? It's a special deck that goes onto the back of a truck that tilts off, so you can drive your skidoo on it, and then the truck pulls the deck up onto the back of the a truck. Skidoo? That's a snowmobile. Eric. Yeah, a skidoo. A skidoo. I'm looking at Norman. Don't <laughs> fucking interrupt, you cunt. Motorized tracked snow. Gotcha. Beal. Is that the same as a ski do? Ski do. A skidoo. Or a sea do? Sea do is what I was thinking of. That's, that's for the melty snow. Ah, gotcha. The melty <laughs> snow. The melty snow. <laughs> All right. All right. So I go through the process of drilling a hole in this guy's $10,000 deck to mount his camera and all. That's fine. And we reiterate to him Did you look for this stuff? Do you have it? Are you sure? No, I got robbed. Blah, 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 blah. Day. After I install his camera, he calls me up and sends me a picture of the box under his back seat yep. containing his $1,100 camera. Yeah. And he says, can I you want to return this? I want my money back. Oh, Lord. Like, well, no. no. That's an accessory box. The box all your stuff came in is in the recycling bin like we are good Canadians and we'll want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we had, he was a little upset, he spaghetti about it because he had spent all this money and... We had done a custom. Did you say install. spaghetti about it? Upsetty uh, spaghetti. Upsetty spaghetti. Upsetty spaghetti. <laughs> All right. Well, he probably won't be back. Well, no, he will be because he's been banned from pretty much every other dealership <gasps> he's ever gone to because oh, geez. he's a real, real hothead. And he uh, he tends to explode. He always buys a truck that's not outfitted the way he wants. He sees something and likes it and then buys it without test driving it and then freaks out about the different things it doesn't have mm-hmm. like ah. the truck before this one he bought and he doesn't have up hitter upfitter switches so all the new ford trucks the super duties have six switches in the roof for yeah. you to do various things with he bought the truck and it had none of the switches so he come to me after getting thrown out of the dealership where he bought the truck because he freaked out you guys promised this you guys said it had that and 
I don't not believe him. Salesmen are liars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it didn't have those things. And then he brought it to me and I worked my magic and I put these switches in his truck at great cost to him. (laughs) But he, he does this. He just sees something and, oh, that's a pretty color. I'll buy it. And then it's not what he wants and it doesn't work. And someone else has to make it great. But before then, he freaks out where he got it and gets thrown out and banned. So oh, he's he's my customer for life because I end up fixing most of the things that he <laughs> screws up. So oh, no. It's a he's little like bit of my fault. The worst. <laughs> because you were nice to him. You get married to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But he pays He's, he's handsomely, got money. you know, he on a whim bought a Hellcat and then the car nearly killed him, so we sold it. And then on a whim, I can't imagine he can drive those very much out there. Yeah, it's not great, <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, that doesn't seem like the proper no. driving environment. I mean, from what I witnessed on my way here from the airport, uh, Hellcat oh. drivers can barely keep it together in California roads. Yeah, yeah. did you like that experience? That was Ooh, fantastic. Go yeah. on, <laughs> just, just an aggro charger driver. So, from LAX airport to our area, we witnessed nearly, I think, what, seven accidents. Oh, yeah, like four of which we would have been involved in if not for your stellar paying attention. No, 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 no. I we, through the great traffic. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's it's terrifying. Yeah, wild. So that's that's it. Backup camera guy. Somebody didn't look under their seat. You know those customers that come in with a hey, how does this work? Oh, allow me to break the plastic off the sacred texts texts and show you <laughs> where it says in this book how to work that thing. How many hours do you sh- charge for putting like the outrigger switches? Uh, well, the the upfitter switches outfitter. were were complicated because you have a firewall pass through because all the relay system is under the hood and that's tied into the battery then you have to pass the control wires through the firewall up the pillar through the headliner to the upfitter switch pod take out the old one modify the headliner to fit the new one and so on and so forth i think i i think i got around six hours for that job sounds about right and uh yeah and then custom yeah, you heard that correctly. Sounds about white. <laughs> okay, I just, just, just making sure. And, and how many hours for the camera? Uh, the camera, I just charged straight time, but I think I took lunch, so it was around three hours. <laughs> but you have to, have to, have to measure three times and cut once because you're drilling a hole in this very fancy polished aluminum deck, and you have to build a custom container to hold the little camera and put it in the back because Ford gives you this enormous, I don't know, what is that? That's probably seven inches across. <laughs> I love your gracious. <laughs> it's very gracious. That's about five. four to five. Is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Is yeah. that why women can't measure? Because they don't have that to That's, measure? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Ford gives you this really, really ugly metal pod that you're supposed to just blast on the back of something to hold the camera, and nobody likes it, so you end up having to improvise. Mm-hmm. And fabbing it If yourself. you care enough. If. Which a lot of technicians don't. They're that's just, right. They're just going to fucking bolt it on and be the end of it. But Is it square? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not my fucking problem. Yeah. Turn it a little bit. <laughs> Tilt your head Give when you're looking at the yeah. screen. Yeah. Tilt your head. That's oh, the that would just, bother just deflate me. the tires on one side. There you go. Now it's level. Well, those super duties tend to lean anyway, so. Yeah, it's a fuel tank. It's carries so much fuel. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of a customer that likes to argue, you got to argue. You got to be a Karen. 
I did. So um, in my new role at the dealership, um, I've been more involved with the used car department. And um, in that, it's like, you know, what do we want to certify as uh, certified pre-owned? What do we want to wholesale? What do we want to actually repair on the vehicles before we put them on the front line? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll... I have to be in the meetings with all of the managers talking about like, what are we, or, well, what are we going to do with these cars? Do we put tires on it? Do we do brakes? Do we do an oil change? All these sort of things that for us as technicians and people in the car industry are no brainers. But for these people that are looking at the numbers are a different thing. So now it turns out that I actually get to argue with one of the most feared people at my dealership who is the general manager and tell him, listen, these tires are really dry rotted. We certainly cannot certify them as a CPO or a certified pre-owned vehicle if these tires are, yes, granted, they're 630 seconds, but they're six years old. You cannot certify a car with six-year-old tires that are dry rotted on them. Like, it's just not a thing. So... Uh, I get to stand up and fight for the technicians to get their time for my parts right. department to get their parts and the customer to get a qualified vehicle. So it's very interesting to be <laughs> in a position like that. I just, I don't know. It, it It's just weird. I, I still feel like I'm doing a good thing by stepping in and, and trying to help out. But at the same time, I also don't want to lose my job by arguing with the guy that signs my checks <laughs> yeah. understandable so real quick about the whole tire thing right i pulled my car in to do an oil change uh i'm sure you had a repair was. order written on it and i was doing my multi-point <laughs> inspection and no it wasn't during the multi-point i was getting ready to rotate the tires and they're getting them between four and five thirty seconds so it's almost time for tires right and out of curiosity, he decided to look at the dot code <coughs> on my tires. The dot code. DOT, Department of Transportation. Oh. So the dot code tells you when the tire was produced along with other information. So my car is a 2013. The dot code reads the 21st week of 2012. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's tire time. My tires are 11 years old. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, mind you, I've had the car for almost two years. I don't drive it much, like at all. I maybe put 5,000 miles on it a year. Maybe. And um, the tread was fine. And they're not dry rotted to shit. Um, they are starting to dry rot a little bit. Uh, in between the treads mm -hmm. on the actual contact, but the sidewalls are like new. Pristine. They're, I, I would have never suspected unless I looked at that damn dot code. So, needless to say, Norman, yes, it is tire time. <laughs> 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 so much for those last five thirty seconds. Do you like garage this vehicle? Or it something? was so this this vehicle was garaged its entire life when I purchased it a year and a half ago. It had twenty seven thousand miles on it. For 2013. Which, which one is this? The My Lexus. Oh, sorry, Lexus. And, the Lexus. Um, <clears throat> and an old man had it. I don't know why he sold it to the dealer, but he sold it to the dealer. And it had the specific package that I wanted on that car. Um, and so I swooped on it and 
It's mine. I actually just got it back from the dealer today. It spent a week at the dealership for some minor shit. At least Mercury was nice to you. My, and when I say minor shit, it was $6,500 worth of minor shit. Wow. How much? $6,500. One more time. $6,500. <laughs> American okay. dollars. American dollars. <laughs> I paid a whopping $250. Oh. Wow. For a new head unit and the new parking brake actuator module. Hmm. Yeah. So good times. Michael, speaking of your GM. General Motors. We, General manager. Is one of your bigwig guys drive a Rolls Royce? Probably. I mean, he's a bigwig, right? By definition. There's been a Rolls that's been parked at your dealer quite frequently lately. I see one on the front the white one? Huh? Is it the white one? I honestly don't remember if it was white. You have one for sale on the front. We we had one that came in for a brief period of time that was a white... I don't know Rolls Royces, but it was a Rolls Royce. What the hell do you trade a Rolls Royce in for? Ford Fusion. No. The, the Auction. We didn't, we didn't keep oh, that oh, car. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, I see. We didn't okay. keep that car. That car was... 17 Ford Fusion. That car was looked at briefly and then sent <laughs> sent well away from the dealership because <laughs> there's a reason why. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a reason why. Yeah. That was, that was horrible. Is. So? Yeah, so... Yeah, Allie got fucked at work. I'm going to tell the majority of this. You should, because you tell it better. She literally got fucked at work. And Allie can chime. No, I didn't. Not literally. Literally. Mazda. Metaphoric. (laughs) Mazda trades district service managers like you would change your socks or your underwear. It's just not a position that. A clean person. Right. (laughs) Okay. Damn it. That is what one would call a jumping off point for a lot of the guys that are trying to get into the corporate level of Mazda, where that is your last step of being someone's bitch. It's like, you're the one who runs around and does everything. You're the one who goes to the dealerships. You're the one who stands in for the meetings, blah, 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 blah. And you've got, that's what I appreciate. Sure it is. And you answer to a bunch of other people and they stay there for generally speaking, it's, I've seen it go as quick as like five or six months and then they move up the ladder and wow. I've seen a couple of years and they move up the ladder, but it is, you aren't in that job. You are not in that position because you want to be there for that. It's position. a stepping stone. Exactly. So the, the thing is with every single DSM that we've had, we make it very, very, very fucking clear. There's an arrangement. There is an arrangement that has been since the dawn of. Or, oh, they'll have to bleep it. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting everybody know. You're welcome. Since the dawn of the dealership or since when Mazda really cared about that or started sending out metrics like how many video views you've got or what your percentage is on fixed or bright the first time or how many positive reviews you have, all of that stuff. The metrics that matter, you are allowed to send to the owner in an email. If they're metrics that don't fucking matter, you do not send it to the owner. Period. End of discussion. Send it to the managers. The managers will then decide if it's a proper thing for the owner to see. Because, and Ali got roped into this, the new guy that we have who is very green, he's got experience, but he doesn't, he's not a guy you go and grab a beer with, which most of our DSMs are. Like our last one, Brandon, super cool guy, 
very relaxed. You, like I said, go have a beer with him. He didn't give a damn. This guy, on the other hand, is a little bit more to the book, doesn't quite get it. So what he did is he sent out an email to the owner mm -hmm. that was for a metric that does not fucking matter. Literally does not matter. It doesn't get us bonuses. It doesn't get us money. doesn't get us more cars. Nothing. For the sake of argument, if you don't mind, what is the metric? Okay. What are you... So this is at? where I'm going to jump in. You so must heard it's the matrix. The metric of the matrix. The metric is average days to submit. Okay. How long it takes you to submit a warranty claim? Correct. Correct. Now, so, and I'll jump in real quick and you can finish. Okay. We were what? Third from the bottom? We were sixth out of 10. Wait. Wait, I thought we were. Anyways, no, that's the same. Thing. In, is he, <laughs> third, no, fourth, fourth, fourth from the bottom would be six out of ten, right? I don't know. I'm not good. Either, either way, it was funny. <laughs> but in the owner's eyes and in his words, this is not how so and so dealer operates. He said it is not the name of the dealership's way, and that we should be in the top ten percent of our region. Okay, cool. But first off, because the way our system Dinosaur. of doing things are, I, I do not receive a claim, maybe not even know about the claim until the RO, the repair order, has been cashiered, all the accounting done. Goes to the manager's manager hands. Service manager looks at it, and then it comes to me the next day. So it's already fighting lucky. 24 hours. If she's lucky. Okay. So my average day to submit was like 4.12 days or whatever. Okay. Not not great, but also no one no one cared. No one cared. We have 60 days to submit a claim. So in my mind like you got time. Four, four is eight. Okay. Four is pretty good. Yeah. I was about <laughs> to say, like a, that's can somebody, a. Eric, can you text Sam and ask her what her average data submit time is or, <laughs> or ask her what the Ford her turnaround time are, is longer than that? Yeah, it's got to be longer than that. I, that's what I was saying. Why are they so stringent on you? And it's, that's with an ERO system, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Electronic repair order system. Yes. Sam, Sam works no. off site, which is a, a different thing, but still, I mean, it's... It, you know, if she doesn't submit a claim within four days, I should, she doesn't Seven. get paid. Everyone gets like that. 10 or 14 days. Yeah, something I mean, like that. that's crazy. Granted, the our warranty admin submits them within a day. Great. That, that's Good the way that you guys person. do it. That's wonderful. And, and if that was a tool given to me, I would do it that way as well. Anyways, the letter from the or the email from the owner was pretty not happy. Because what he saw was a table of metrics with green, yellow, and red. Okay. And you're in the red. No. We're in the yellow. Oh. We're in the yellow. There were a couple people. We're like at the cusp of the red, but the tile was yellow. But that's not the point, Miss Paul. We should be in the green. We should the be... The yellow for that section, right? Because you're like ranked on like multiple different So it's things. basically like if, yeah. the, if the days to submit is over, like 
approaching different thresholds, it changes Zero color to three days a is lot. Green, a, an Excel spreadsheet, six, you know, or oh yellow, something stupid like that. So to fix this guy's problem, you put vinegar in his coffee, and then uh, he'll come and say, "What happened to this coffee?" And you say, "Oh, you you emailed the wrong metrics." <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, with these other dealerships that are in the quote unquote green for this part that does not matter. They're big fucking dealerships. They've got money flying out of their ass. They're they can, like owning hundreds of dealerships type of big where, conglomerations. Where there is money to blow. So, of course, they have an ERO. And, of course, things get submitted. And, of course, people are paid properly. And, of course, they have people who have been doing it for a long fucking time. Not saying that you haven't. So, I also have just recently had a conversation with that person about a possible raise in pay so when i got the email i was very emotional about it devastated is a good word i i was i mean i i gave myself a couple minutes of being really fucking sad about it because that's that's all that he sees that's literally like he knows nothing else about what i do only when something is bad he will talk to me about it. And I've never received an email like this from him ever, ever. Because we put that guideline in where you don't send these to the fucking owner. Yeah. (laughs) And so I sent an email back that may or may not have taken me about 45 minutes, which adds to the submission time of my fucking (laughs) Mazda ROs. Um, Stating, you know, a lot of things in my job require a triage type of approach. Now that I know that this is a top item for you of most importance, I will add it to the top of the list. I did not make excuses. I did not say, well, if we had a fucking better system or whatever, if we worked at a normal dealership, which is a huge something you should never say, <coughs> uh, I've been informed by a, a employee. You mean didn't have a dial-up modem? <laughs> well, at least we're we're uh, on approaching higher speeds. Um, Your phone system's not. I don't want to talk about the phone system. But, I don't know, I sent it back, didn't, never got a response to it. Of course not. Never got a response. Like still, still till present time, never got a response. Till, still to present time. The service manager did stand but up for that. I would also <laughs> like to say that this went on a, you had a 12-month, rolling 12 metric, a six-month metric, a three-month metric, and then a current. And days. I would like, to, yes, uh, 30 days. So... I would like to say that there was a trend of the submission time going down. That was not acknowledged because he didn't look at the numbers. He looked at the color. Right. So mm. that's my story. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so only slight mental breakdowns. I wish I had a soundbite for that, but I don't. It's I mean, the wah, wah, wah soundbite. It's very sad. Or screaming. I could do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there you go. With mine's pretty short, and the no, it's not. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, it's just very wide. 
<laughs> Soda can. Um, good lord. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Eric, calm down. Excuse me while I drink my soda can. <laughs> oh my god. Please don't watch the YouTube. <laughs> to let the record show, he fit his whole mouth around the whole opening of the can. Um, we got an email today of Mazda's new fuckery. It doesn't affect a lot of cars. It's like, I think it was 3,500 in total that on the CX-50s, so second newest model, and the CX-30, the third newest model. Did you see that email today? Probably. I was very busy trying to cut down my submission time. Fair enough. <laughs> Where the recall is for during certain events... The brake pedal may travel farther than applied. It's squishy. Or it breaks. Sinking. Sinking. Sinking brake pedal. Correct. Sinking brake pedal. So, and you know, in it, of course, it's like. That's not good. No, it's not. And of course, in the mailer that they will send out, it will say something along the lines of stop everything you're doing. You will die if you drive this vehicle. Take it to the dealership right the fuck now. It's for free. You will and get ask a, loan for a loaner. Car. There it is. And ask for a loaner. So that one was fun, and I called Alex, and I'm like, hey, did you see this? And he's like, yeah, isn't that fun? I'm like, yeah, I'm really looking for it. And we had a CX-50 on the lot, and thank fucking God. Didn't that, meet the... And it was the one that was having the AC concern. So yeah. that was just like, he mentioned it. I'm like, holy shit, we do have a CX-50 here with my fucking dumb luck. Yeah. This is going to have it. And, of course, the parts aren't ready. The repair procedure's not fucking ready. It just got fucking released. Yeah. And it it's a fucking stop sale. It's a, as soon as a customer comes in here, like, fuck, they should have it towed. There's only it, like 4,000 vehicles affected. Yeah, it, it's, it's not a lot, but it's still more stupid fuckery. And, and, I think I'm okay to talk about this. The, ooh, ooh, I think. <laughs> it should be fine, realistically. This is fine. The, the new CX-90... Which I enjoy. And Eric actually got to partake. He and, did. And he seemed to really like it. I did. I love it. I wish I could afford it. It was very pretty. I, it's uh, like still with some bells and whistles, uh, but towards the bottom of the trim levels, it's 45. Okay. Does it still have the 360 degree camera? I don't know if that one does. I like that. But you, like Norm said, you can get them with like a preferred package where it's an extra fifteen hundred bucks and it comes with that shit. It's just you don't get the wood grain and the this, That's that, and the fine. other thing. But I recently found out with the new CX nineties that it was eighty or eighty three percent of the ones that just got released from factory got called back because they did not pass quality. Huh. Interesting. Rut row. And they didn't really get into it, but the one that we have for our loan car has one. There's this very hokey way where you lift up the en the engine cover or the access cover to, you know, pull the dipstick or whatever you need to. And it's got this very hokey, bright yellow, what looks to be like a ladder that you hook on a hook underneath the hood. And it looks fucking horrible, and it's held what? on by a nylon strap. Why? What? I to hold the cover out of the to way. To hold the cover out of the way. Think of your spare tire in the trunk oh, when it has when that hook on that up. panel, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you pull it up, and you hook it on the weather stripping right below the glass. So for little things like this, where we were looking at it, and after we found, because we were kind of poking about the car, is <laughs> it's not the right length. So... 
there's nowhere to you can hook it but you're stretching the nylon so much that it's almost tearing from the seam so it's little things like that apparently that haven't passed but for a tech's end it's either you have to unbolt it and take out the whole entire cover or you have to hold it there while you're checking everything so it's little shit like that but you know welcome to a first year yeah, I mean, what what is the old adage? Never buy the first model year of any vehicle. Right. Yeah. Don't don't be a guinea pig. And if that's like one takeaway from this entire show, <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably that. Yes. <laughs> so, but anyways, that's that. One shout out, and then that's that. Uh, one shout out to uh, Handsome Rob. Handsome Rob. I knew a Handsome Rob back handsome, in the day. Well, we're not talking about that Handsome Rob. We're talking about this Handsome Rob. I think we're talking about all Handsome Robs. We're talking about this Handsome Rob. The Handsome well, Rob. Well, hello, Handsome this Rob. This Handsome Rob is our parts manager Oh, over at my Ford dealership. Hi, and, Handsome Rob. Um, we're shouting him out because he did me a huge favor yesterday. He actually did me and Jake a huge favor yesterday Ooh. by sending our parts driver out to the Chevy dealership to pick up oh, shit. mom's wheel hub for me because they didn't have a driver to deliver it to me. Oh, well, shit. That wow. was really nice of him. Thank you, Rob. Yes. Thank you, Thank you Handsome Rob. Handsome Rob. Really you are a handsome gentleman. Above he, and beyond. He's especially handsome today because he got a haircut. Oh, very nice. Yes. yes, my mother's wheel bearing almost was about to go pop. Oh, her wheel was about to fall off the truck. Yes, it yeah. was It was bad. It was going to be like the 118 with that scion that went wee. It was oh, we uh, should post Kia that Soul. To the Facebook. That's Sorry, a good... Kia Soul. Another yes. toaster. But anyways. Hamster. My... Hamster car. Play Hamster them car. tunes. I have I'm surprised he didn't have it on ready like he always does. You Do know, you like the, the last break that we just went to. <laughs> there it is. All right. We want to thank all of our sponsors, as always. Nick Lowridge, Mac Tools, and Distributing. Thank you so much, Norm. It was great having you, buddy. Hey, anytime. Yeah, thank you to Ray Moon. We're going to go home. Oh, I see what's happening here. Jimmy Glock. Um, thanks to... Norman Glazier. Norman Glazier at Stovocore underscore Metal Works. <laughs> Is there a shade or something I can pull down here in the middle? Twisted so builds. Stop looking at it. Twisted builds. Can't forget about Dale. And also to Bruce Vane for these sweet, sweet tunes. Hey, Ray Moon. We said Ray Moon with his queenie. I said. With his queenie Queenie. Oh, my God. That'd kill me now. I love his queenie guac. No, I don't like it. It's so delicious. Extra oo-woo for you. Oh, It reminds me of the tummy mummies. Please hold the oo-woo. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bye guys. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye, seeing y'all. Thank you Thank so you much again. for being Thank here. You, Norm. We appreciate oh, yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you coming down here. All right, and we'll see you. Have a safe flight and home. And you and Kier and a few others on Saturday. Oh yeah, we are going out. We're doing a fun thing. We're gonna go shooting. We're gonna go off roading. We're gonna go have a grand old adventure and show Norman the American way. That's right. Gay. <laughs> the, the American gay. He's right there. And with that we say. 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 This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> Please let it be known that I did the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Norm. Oh. Love you. Bye bye. <laughs> Hi. This is Mike Sarah from Customer States. 
Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, <laughs> Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.